Hello, everybody. Welcome to Cow Daily. Um, if you're here right from the start, you'll see that I got captured having a vape. Listen, this is day 1276 of Have a Nice Day by the Stereophonics being an eight year worm. I'm telling you, man, it's brutal at this point. <laughs> I was even thinking about getting the lyrics and like singing it at the start of the show today just to see if I could break the spell, but I can't. Do you know what else I haven't done? I haven't turned the frigging lights on. Just bear with us. There we go. There's some lights. I don't know. I'll see if I can stretch it up and get the other one. Dead air. It's really bad. Switching the lights on. Right, they're on. Had a mare last night. Like it was. Um, I'm just not sleeping very well. I haven't since the crash. Really, I think it's a bit of anxiety and traumary shit because I woke up sweating the bed again, and that's usually an anxiety thing. I don't think I'm ill. Felt a bit under the weather. Bit shit. Um, let us know in the comments if this is happening to you too because I'm following the whole um long COVID community thing and um some of the stuff around like t cells and that are very interesting but we'll not talk about that today um let us know if you're around in the comments that would be very much appreciated one question i want to ask is and i'll periodically mention it as the show goes on um i want to ask this question to guests that we'll have on no matter who they are um at the end of each interview that we do um, and I want to ask you it as well. Um, where does hope live? Because I'm very conscious we're talking about a lot of, you know, pretty dark stuff, but the world's pretty dark. So, you know, we're adults, that's what we have to do. But also, we kind of just go around in this negative feedback loop. And that's not what this is, it never is. But we can't um, fix a problem until we diagnose it. So we'll have to talk about the dark stuff. But um, we need to be um people who build hope too like it's just like so important that there's positivity attached to what we're trying to do together so where does hope live like for you like it, there's no right or wrong answer to this either the right answer is the one that you give so where does it live i just want to i don't know i just think it's sometimes if we take it back to the basic questions that's where we we'll find the answer so i'm going to keep asking that question until we find the answer and please um you go ask your people they go and find out and speak to your people and just literally ask them that question you know um those conversations at bus stops and it's all like oh the weather's terrible have you ever been a person right because i've done this i was challenged to do it um like <laughs> like i'll ask them ask people that kind of questions <laughs> like i just look like a mad weirdo doing that but i think it's weird just trying to like chop it up and talk about the weather it's a very British thing as well, isn't it? Um, I don't know, just like doing that whole mad, like most people are going to think you're mental. They, of course they are. But at the same time, it does trigger off some interesting conversations, doesn't it? And that's how we can find the others. What? Where does hope live? Seriously, like ask yourself that and, and let us know. Um, for me, uh, hope lives in a lot of places, but encapsulated in this video i'm about to show you which is like nine seconds long what it is is my um dog and thank you to everybody for your, your kindness i've still not seen him since the operation because where we're living at the minute doesn't have a garden so my partners um up with our parents where they do and it's very it's it's just very hard being apart i miss them but got this video last night i want to share it with you as well because I get that use carers some as, as much as I do in some respects, and it just gave us a lot of hope. 
This is the first time he's ran since the operation. First time he's ran since he's had three legs. Check this out, man. Um, the, for audio people, this is DJ running and trying to work out how to run with Scrappy next to him, who's basically got like 3.5 legs. One of his ones at the front are really bad. How lush is that, man? Like, properly, properly, like, got us, you know, like, saying that. And I just can't wait to see him and give him a cuddle. And um, I'm just so proud of how the bravery shows. I mean, dogs teach us so much, don't they? Animals in general sometimes. And, uh, but for me, definitely dogs. I've definitely got like a really like deep connection with dogs, you know. Um, I see them as family members and that's what they are. So to see me little mate like running on his three legs there, just lush. Because la last, just last week, we thought he was going to die, you know. And um, like my partner, especially during the time since the crash, has been amazing, like tending him and looking after him, which he is now. You know, sits with him with a sling while she works, and it's, a, it's just an amazing thing that she does for him under a tremendous amount of stress. So, um, just as I've said before, the only other person I would trust in this situation if I wasn't there is my mother. So, it's just lush that um, he's been well looked after as he is. So, I just want to share that with you because for me, hope doesn't just exist in like big, like grand things and whatever. Um, it's in the day-to-day -day and, you know, things like this are day-to-day -day things for many people. And just to see him, just like a rocket, boom, for nearly fall over, but he stayed up. means everything to me and no matter what's going on in the world, politics, all of that, as long as, as, long as we're people, because I see me dogs as me people, as long as we're people are all right, are wrapped around, well, then it's a good start and we can generate and build the hope in it. So where does hope live for you? Honestly, let us know. I want to know. Like, inside i want to know like it's not just some throwaway bullshit to drive engagement on a human level i want to know what hope is for you where it is um and we can share that with other people can't we? and use the platform in many different ways now i just want to let you know that like um going forward like and this was always the plan it's always been the plan um is to start bringing the guests in um on the noon shows and i'm hoping that from next week we can go back to noon reason we're starting a bit earlier today for people who might just be tuning in today is like i'm just managing the concussion from the crash and i've just found i just need to get to the to the rest part of my day quicker you know um it's very important to manage concussion properly because so you don't get problems later in life so that's why i'm here so thanks for your patience while i work that out and it's not the regular time and i apologize if you listen to this on the playback if you tuning at 12 and it, it wasn't there um soon but like i say we're going to bring in a variety of different topics i mean obviously yes we've spoke a lot about the labor stuff but it's important that we do and we always will and we'll always bring it up and we'll never buy into all this gaslighting about just let it go guys so we can like get on with being like horrible centrist pigs like honestly like we might have done loads of shit to you but you're not allowed to do it back to us. That's not how it works. No, it's how it works. And you'll fucking, you'll, you'll, you're fucked around. You'll be fine now. But anyway, I um, will be talking about that shit today. But I think it's important to do a follow-up and round the week off. But we'll be talking about other stuff as well. Um, and I just wanted to like, sort of let you know what we're going to be doing going forward. As usual, though, if you would like to share this stream, that would be very much appreciated. Um, and please do watch it 
on YouTube. We're trying to get the channel monetized and that very much helps towards that. Um, so it's youtube.com forward slash cow daily. Um, very much appreciated. If you want to support our work directly, go to patreon.com forward slash cow daily. That's patreon.com forward slash cow daily. Um, if you want to make a one-off contribution to our work, uh, PayPal links in the description. Thanks very much to the people who did that yesterday. Loving you. Big time. Honestly, every time my phone pings and I see something like that, I just like one of them. You know what I mean? Properly. Definitely in these days and times, I know how people are and how much, like, you know what? I know what the value of money is. Do you know what I mean? Definitely now. So, you know, it's a blessing and I thank you for it. Um, I, it means a lot more in 2023. Definitely. So, um, right. Going to do a bit on the labor stuff and there's just a few bits and bobs and we'll do the whole keep hope alive thing at the end. Shouts to Jesse Jackson. Speaking of that, right. Forget forget about Jesse's politics. What a great orator, right? And um, like, there's a lot I didn't agree with with Jesse, right? There's a lot I do, but I keep up the live speech. It had me. I had a, a nightmare the other week where I was just sitting there going frustrated and just felt like I had no hope. And I randomly thought, oh, I'll stick that speech on. I'll try and find some like inspirational speech shit going on, like from like the history of politics. Put that on within 30 seconds because of the crowd reaction and just the. You know, it's the kind of Baptist church preacher vibe. Just got us just absolutely crying, going, yeah, let's keep hope alive. We'll have to keep hope alive. But um, it's always good to look back at like great speeches of the past and that kind of thing, isn't it? So let's see what we've got going on. And also, I'll definitely come to a comment soon, but I'm going to do the keep hope alive thing, you know what I mean? Um, <laughs> this is all kinds. It's just mad. So anyway, this is Ian Prouse on Twitter. Um, it's a kind of open letter to the Socialist Campaign Group. Um, <clears throat> excuse me. Dear Socialist Campaign Group, the moment is finally upon you. <coughs> I've got a right throat. Two seconds, let's take a drink. Ah, oh, that's better. Right, anyway, Ian says, Dear Socialist Campaign Group, the moment is finally upon you. This is the time to act in solidarity with Jeremy Corbyn, your trusted and disgracefully treated friend. Maybe resign the whip. Sit as an independent independent block. Just do something, Ian Kiss. Hashtag Corbyn. <laughs> I had a look, right? The last time the Socialist Campaign Group tweeted was on the 1st of this month, which is a couple of weeks ago. Um, and that was to um, retweet Absana Begum, who, uh, again, has been treated horribly, horribly by the Labour Party. Um, and she's talking about like solidarity with educators across Tower Hamlets. Absolutely brilliant, fantastic, great. Right, something canny big happened, right? Very, very intimately entwined with ha where their careers went. And some of them have got a career because of Jeremy Corbyn. Crickets. And it's not just the socialist campaign group. Um, I've seen nothing from uh, Jamie Driscoll, the North of Tyne mayor. He would never have got elected at all without that Corbyn moment at all. I did see him like the other week though, like browning up some of the uh, local local ghouls though, um, on social media. Interesting, interesting. Nice picture with Lisa and Andy there. Quick to post that, like, aye. 
So anyway, further further moving on, I honestly don't give a fuck anymore like about this stuff. Like the the level of cowardice and sellout is here is just like honestly, right? And it sounds daft. You grew up in the hip hop scene and whatever, right? Selling out is like especially the era that we did. It's just like you might as well just be a scab like, you know what I mean? It's just terrible, 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 terrible. So anyway, John McDonald, and look, I'm going to say this, like, I like John, I do. I've actually met John on a couple of occasions, and, um, like, when was it? Late last year, I had a meeting with him, um, online meeting, of course, and he's a genuinely good MP, constituency MP, and just he comes across as a genuinely good man, and he couldn't do enough to help, but I think he's soft as shite as well, clearly, because, um, <laughs> as you're about to find out, I mean, I'll read this first before we play it, just for the audio heads. Um, John McDonnell MP on Twitter. In this BBC interview, my warning to Keir Starmer is if he does not uphold his promise to allow local party members to select their parliamentary candidate, he's in danger of opening himself up to charges from the Tories on trust, honesty and integrity. Okay, John, let's see what he said. Hold on a minute. Let's go to the thing. Listen to this. In 2020, what Keir promised when he was standing for the leader of the party, he said he would oppose and end the imposition of candidates by the National Executive Committee, and he would say that party members would be able to select their candidates for every election, and that's what we want him to abide by, the promises that he gave. He made a lot of promises when he was standing for election and has subsequently been accused by the left of abandoning those promises. Do you feel that he was elected under false pretenses? I think he gave a whole series of commitments. And um, my warning to him, and the, the Tories are beginning to pick up on this, and we've got to close down this line of attack that they're developing. And it's one about saying one thing and doing another, integrity and honesty, etc. What Keir said, particularly around this issue about democracy in the party, is that he would uphold it that party members would be able to select their candidates. And I'm urging him to stick to that promise. Otherwise, it will open up a vulnerability that the Tories will use, not the, the left or party members. They'll be disappointed. But it's the Tories that will then start, I think, using this issue of trust. And once trust goes, it's almost impossible to retain. Can you even believe this? Like, is John, where's John been? Like, like... I'm I'm loath to go too hard in the paint on John, like because he's a genuinely nice bloke. You know what I mean? Well, that's the problem, I think. <laughs> I, I don't know. Has he been lent on? Have these people been lent on? It's not beyond the realms. I mean, there's all kinds of mad stuff going on in the world, and like that would be like possibly the least like unlikely outcome. Like somebody's took him in a mad room, went, "Listen, lads, uh, we've got some big mad shit going on here, and you just need to shut the fuck up." You just can hang around or something, but like, yeah, just shut it or or else. Because I just can't understand that level of like quizzling shit. Or oh, he's in danger of losing trust. The man's lied from the start, and John's been there front and centre, known for this for an absolute fact. Like, what the hell is that? Cowardice is what it is. And like, look, I'm going to call it what it is. Like, we've got to be, right, without fear or favor, even with, like, sometimes, especially with people who are like, because we have to hold them up to a standard if we're going to have, like, a moral standard that we live by. Like, we can't, like, align ourselves with people who just sell 
other people out. These people, John included, right? They they absolutely and utterly used us. Like used were. I feel mad used, like feel mad used by people I've named. And um it's not okay to just like do the whole guys, we need to just move on. Like they literally bastardized democracy in the United Kingdom, the people who did this. Like that is important, man. Like, it's not even really about winning elections at this point, because do you believe democracy is, like, real? Like, I'm, like, I've got serious questions, and I'm really not sure, like, what the hell is going on. I mean, I've always, like, you know, um, had me doubts, but however, man, like, look at the absolute state of all of this. Like, in, in some respects, like, you know, the whole Starmer thing and whatever, it looks desperate. It's like, Oh, like, because you know, we know this is about smashing the left and any kind of progressive stuff, but then putting this like veneer of like progressiveness around, you know, like the Democrats in America, oh, you know, the drill. Two cheeks of the same arse, Republican, Democrat, blah, blah, blah. So, like, <laughs> what, what, what is going on? Because this is proper clown business. This, like, like John's acting like clown there, like, like, <laughs> he's there, man. He knows what the, he was in the bloody meetings. He's he's a lot of them. He he knows the crack. He was there when Starmer like lied to get elected because the membership was like still riddled with socialists. Why I have no idea. Um, it was moderately gratifying to pull up posts from the time where we literally go. He has the heavy stench of a rotter. Do not trust him. Um, no, people still won't listen to her now, but hey, some will, so get ahead of the curve. <laughs> um, weird, isn't it? Like, it's proper weird, man, and I just don't understand what they're doing. Like, where's Zara Sultana and other people? But she again, shouts to Claudia Webb in that. It's absolutely disgusting behavior, man. Like, I'm not going to go on about this every show, but I'm certainly fucking talking about it today because it's fresh, and this should be the news. Like, not the way that this this is being presented as some kind of, like, victory lap for Keir Starmer. And it's just, like, using it as some kind of factional celebration. And then, like, the silence is definitely complicity from the people that we backed and supported through an absolutely abhorrent time that they went through by the very same people. We've got people browning these people up and then moving to get rid of them. Like... They're sticking somebody up against Driscoll. Like, there's Kim McGuinness. Like, however, man. It, like, he's actually done a canny job. So, on that basis, right? Like, surely they should just be giving him a free pass. But no, it's because he's seen as left wing. So, they're trying to move everybody out. Like, is John just waiting for something? Like, because, like, if they get the audacity of what they've done to Corbyn. It's small beer getting rid of these mugs. Like, you'd think people would want to stand up and fight when it's themselves. But, the, like, I just get a sense that they're just, like, thinking, like, maybe they're in some kind of, not just Westminster bubble, not even just some Labour bubble, but some, like, mad factional bubble where they think, yeah, the fight's on, guys. Let's get Jeremy back in the party. Listen, people are starving. Just fuck off. Honestly, just fuck off unbelievable level of like ego and like navel gazing from these people anyway i just want to big up gareth on twitter at ga bundy 
And I was having a particularly shit afternoon with the whole concussion thing. And he says, latest Milk Cow podcast puts into words exactly what I feel about Corbyn and his terminal loyalty to the Labour Party. I just want to acknowledge it, yeah, because like, it's important that we're like, don't just focus on detractors or negativity and things like that. And I know it's important to me and things like this are, are things that I actually keep in a file. And when I'm having a bad night, I um, read back. So to you, Gareth, thank you. You've been added to, to that. And I will no doubt read it in six months or something when I'm having a bad one. And it helps us manage my mental health and remind us who I am um, in spite of people trying to strip that away from us virtually every day. Like, I mean, they can try. I mean, it's fucking hell. There's harder people than them have tried. So thanks, Gareth. I appreciate it, mate. Like literally like so deep in it. And uh, just just thanks. Because like I, do, I really don't see very many people like saying it as it actually is. Um, I have seen some people um, who you'd expect, like Laura Pidcock, who've actually stepped up and just said, look, this is what was really going on. And there was people near Corbyn who um, she, like she was privy to, who basically advised them not to not uh, like speak out or harness the likes of us and other people to like fight this because they didn't want to upset the people who are running the party just in case Corbyn didn't get the Labour whip. And as um, Laura says, like, let this be a lesson to all. We cannot, cannot just get like wave this shit through. Like that whole energy from John MacDonald, that is not a leader, man. That is not like somebody who's there to lead. Great, he's a really decent man. Um, and I will keep adding this in though, he is. But some people just like, you know, they just, I don't know. I, I honestly don't know. I would, if anybody knows, right, and wants to anonymously tip us off, like what the cowardice is rooted in, like, is it a personal thing or is it like, has something happened? Because I don't understand. Like, I just don't understand it. It doesn't make any logical sense. So I'm just kind of spitballing right now. I don't understand how anybody who has a friend who goes through all what Jeremy has doesn't stand up for that friend. I mean, we've all been let down by people in life. You know what I mean? Like, God knows I know. And God knows I've had friends like that. But like at the same time, you expect your close people to not be fucking cowards when we're being attacked left and right. Um, so I think that's another lesson for the movement as well. Know who's wrapped around you. I don't mean know them intimately for years, but, you know, just know who people are. Because, um, look, at the same time, one of the good things about, like, all the stress and pressure that the movement's under, it sure does reveal people for who they are. And that's definitely a massive plus we can take forward because look around you now. Look at how people are acting and let's look at, who would take forward um, or tr even trust into the future because trust is at such a premium these days. I mean, John's talking about trust there, like as if it's some kind of like new thing regarding Starmer. It's just like nothing seems rational or evidence-based and, and a hell of a lot. Well, very, very few things do. That's more accurate. Um, I don't understand what's going on. And as my mom would tell you, I've spent virtually the moment coming out of her saying, why, 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 doing her head in for all my childhood. But I'm still ultimately that kid. And I'm just going to keep asking why, because this doesn't make any sense. Not a thing of this adds up, not one thing.
So we'll go on. Thanks, Gareth. Uh, Dr. Vega Shaw, uh, recently heard it costs nothing to be nice at a meeting, and I strongly disagree. Continuing to be nice to people with harmful, toxic behaviors only creates a reward feedback loop, encouraging them, and that is a heavy cost indeed. Now, I saw this recently and saved it because it reminds us of what we're going through now. There's a lot of people in our movement are too nice. Um, and I think I've been guilty of that myself in the past. Um, and I still am that, but only to people who are good of heart and nice to me. Like I'm, I also have an absolutely brutal side in me locker. People who knows will tell you that, but it takes a lot to get it out. Um, a hell of a lot now that I'm in my mid forties as well, but I do have that in us. And, um, I'm not going to be nice to, to like bad actors anymore. And I don't have to be, and neither do you. Uh, it's the, like one of the things about Corbin, which at the time I went, oh no, we're fucked here, was that kind of gentler politics speech. It's just an open goal. It's an open goal about detractors of like literally anything that deviates from from like a center line of being what anybody wants to bad faith call nice you're a monster you're a monster out deviating out of that and it's actually monsters calling you a monster and you've got to know like who you're dealing with really and i just thought it was really naive not just politically but just naive as a standalone i was just like what the fuck so as we can see here it's like we don't have to be nice and create this like toxic reward feedback the feedback loop for these people and that's for me what john is doing he's just creating this toxic reward feedback loop for them and it just encourages them to do more because here's the thing if there's no consequences for bad people then guess what bad people do they become emboldened they think i can get away with this listen if society ever truly collapsed watch what how, how some people act because so-called civilization for some people just kind of like barely civilizes them. You better be prepared to defend yourself as and when it happens. Facts. It's. Just, I think we're all just living in some kind of like alternate reality where we just think like everybody's like ultimately um, going to be nice. And I've learned a lot since like, like, well, the past few years for real about what people are really about. Sometimes people just want to be wrapped around people like Corbyn because it's like cool at the time or whatever. Look at the celebrities, for example, at 2017 versus 2019 who were endorsing them. Completely different. Shouts to Stormzy, though, who's never wavered. So let us not, let us not be nice to toxic people anymore. Doesn't mean you have to like mirror their toxicity. Just fuck them off or give them a load of shit, like whichever, whatever you feel that day. But you, this is this is look. This is permission to stop being as nice. But let's be nice with the with the nice people and keep spreading that love, man. Like some people just don't know how to accept love or positivity, and it fucks them up inside, and they end up in positions of power, like absolutely trying to destroy decent people. And um, but we don't have to like sort of be scared of those people. They're just people, you know. They're just people, just like you and I. I they might have one of the most sophisticated and well-resourced propaganda campaigns behind them. Um, the ability to destroy your life. We don't have to be scared of them. <laughs> now they can all fuck off. What else we got? Um, something that um, I 
remind myself to do quite a lot. And I just want to interject in the midst of this. Um, it's a friendly reminder to check that you're not holding tension in your body. Let your shoulders drop and clench your hands and your jaw. Take a deep breath. And that is better. And you know what? I forget to do that like so much, like all the time, which will surprise nobody. <laughs> but I wanted to do that because I was up a height yesterday and a lot of what are up a height. Please just take the time to just like sort of like relax your body because I've been told this of loads of people I forget to breathe. I don't know what that's about. Like it's it feels like when I've actually noticed it, I do. I forget to like immediately you feel better. This is another one that like I've discovered recently. Um, I mentioned him on a podcast, um, Dr. Andrew Huberman, and it's like it's like this. So it's like in through the nose, right? Twice fast and then out through the mouth, like slowly. And it just does some kind of mad reset and just, it seems to just like, I, I can't remember exactly what he said. There was some scientific thing and I would just butcher, but um, check that, that out and just take some time in your day. Cause I'm, i been forgetting and I'm doing it. I'm it's turning things around for us. Definitely in the middle of this kind of piss boiling stuff with Corbin. It's like, it's not about Corbin, right? It's about like um, what, hope being extinguished meant to us so it's like a traumatic trigger and during the when these things come up and we see these horrible bastards like lying and whatever it's going to trigger a trauma a trauma from that time it's just will everybody remembers how they felt the day after the 2019 election and we've been abused by what detractors ever since take some fucking time for yourself lads and lasses seriously like I say this for myself as a reminder to myself too. I get too focused to this, to that toxic behavior. Um, just take a breath. Honestly, I've, like just off that, oxygenating yourself, getting better. I just feel calmer. I do forget to breathe. And like I thank people for reminding us to breathe. Feel free to remind us to breathe whenever you like in the comments. Right. Let's have a look in these said comments. Let's have a look. See if there's any keep hope alivers. Hello to B62 Boom One. Oi, oi. Jenny Schramm's in the house. Hello. Nice to see you. Uh, Susie Stapleton's in. Susie, thanks so much for that PayPal donation, mate. I, I honestly like saw it pop up and I, I'd actually say, I, like, this is going to be fucked. I don't even care though. This is mad. Whenever I say it pop up, I literally say out loud every time, thank you, that person's name. So thank you, Susie. Yeah. And thank you directly. Here you are. Um, Michael's saying, hope. Hope resides within me. I have to decide what I hope for and then live my life to try and bring those things to reality. Definitely, man. Like, people can only, like, take hope away from us if we allow it. Like, I think one of the problems at the moment in society, as is, is Michael alludes to there, is, like, we, we don't have um, stability. Everything that we know is wrong and what is once up is now down. And that is you know, that is an actual agenda from like sort of the billionaire class to keep us that way. Um, so it's just a case of like drawing into our like sort of affinity groups, but individually doing the work and taking time to breathe and taking time to just 
understand that hope is like a fucking flame inside when we can fan that flame individually first but together man like it's a beautiful thing and sometimes just like taking the time to breathe and just disconnect like this afternoon and like as i said i'm doing these things earlier this week and maybe early next week because of self-care and looking after each other and that's from something but we need self-care from general life too so this afternoon i'll be taking some time for myself and i'll be taking some time um to be in nature it always helps me and i'll be turning off all of my shit and um I'll be going going shopping as well, and I'll I've got a packet of birds custard there, and I don't really do much sugar, but I'm going to treat myself because I've had a crap sleep, and you know sometimes you just want like a bit of carbs and custard and that. That's what I'll be doing, and then probably going, oh man, like what do I weigh? What's the weight thing? I've kind of passed that now. So, um, thank you, Susie Stapleton. Seriously, big up really means a lot when like it's in 2023 that people um contribute financially to our work because i know what it means i know so um jacqueline's saying hello i didn't get any notification about this being on luckily i spotted on twitter so i'm glad that your dog's adapting and living his best life me too mate um i did you didn't get a notification simply because i didn't like set it up as, as a normal 12 o'clock thing um i just set it off and here we are um Again, because of the self-care thing, but you, you know, you'll have heard that. Uh, Dave Slaz, big up Dave. My 16-year-old Jacoby doesn't think he's a pensioner, no longer allowed to sprint about the so long walks on his leash from now on. 16's a that's a beautiful age for a dog. That's Slaz. You must you've been very lucky, mate. Um, but I I hope you keep him well um as well. And you know what I mean. So um Jacqueline's saying, I didn't know that animals could get cancer. My sister's dog tragically got terminal cancer two years old a few years back. Oh, man, two years. That's that's sad. I mean, our, our dog there, he, he, well, I don't actually know how old he is because he's a rescue, but we think maybe he's 13, 14, maybe he's 15. Honestly, don't know. But, like, um, we cured it with THC oil, and, yeah, that was just, that's, that's what happened, and we've got proof, so... Sadly, didn't get to save the leg, but we saved him, and I cannot wait to give him a cuddle, man. Like, we've got this, like, proper little language between one, and I misses me. Like, he reacts when he hears me voice on FaceTime, and it's just sad that we can't see each other for another week, I think. So David Hockney is saying, hope my kids, wife, family, that's about it at the moment, to be honest. Mate, that's a whole world of hope. Um, I'm really chuffed to hear that you like, you know you you find that in your people around around you and like being a father as well is possibly going to turn out to be a life regret because I was too busy running around doing other things and whatever and you know just not deciding not to be a father but I do have my moments where I just think like that would be a beautiful thing and like definitely now it would be like you know something to really like put me focus on um outside of the work that i do um and you know I'd, i mean i've been told i think i'd be a good father i would think i would be a good father too but i just don't, sadly don't think that's ever going to happen um but you know that's a beautiful amount of like hope you've got there mate and just uh i real blessings you've got susie is saying Hope for me is seeing and knowing people like yourself, my best mate, Carmel, people with genuine intentions, those who put their necks out to fight for what's right, compassion and care. <sighs> Means the world that was that, Susie, to be honest with you. Um, it can feel desperately lonely at times um, doing this, 
So like yourself, your words and everybody else with their kindness, it means the world to us because I, I'm just not backing down. And I, I just, look, I've lost a lot in my life doing this, man. I've gained a lot too, like, but I've lost a hell of a fucking lot. And um, it's nice to feel appreciated, like it really is, because, you know, it's um, been a tough one. But I think, like, the truth should always be your guide in life. And um, you got to stand by it, and you got to stand by, like, what's right. Um, definitely in these moments in 2023, when it's hard, because there's literally an industrial campaign to stifle any dissent. So you go up against that machine. And uh, I mean, literally, like, you know, I know, and I've got proof that we've been targeted over the years. And I mean, it's fucking obvious, isn't it? But, you know, and it does get to you. And it's like, it certainly gets to you when you're trying to, like, sort of support people. But I'm, like, coming out of this stronger and I'm just ignoring it. And it just doesn't, like, it's just like that a lot of the time. I mean, even when it's, like, ramped up and whatever, it's just kind of like, Imagine being like that sad. <laughs> like I don't think I've ever like fucking fully like like constantly, constantly try to bully somebody like just because you don't like the politics or it's mad, isn't it? But like, you know, some of them are paid, so whatever. It's like sad wretches. <laughs> um Joanne saying my hope switch is currently off, just bumble along in numb mode. Made our understanding, it also it almost feels in some respects that like to allow ourselves to have hope, have hope, like we did in 2017 before. For me, I, I just wouldn't didn't allow myself before that moment. And um it feels hard and traumatic to allow the flame of hope to reignite. But I tell you what it is, like if we don't, if we don't, that's where the bravery of all this starts for all of us, just to allow ourselves to start feeling hope and thinking positively. Seriously, and you know what? If we do it individually, that's scary. But if we keep doing it together, it's less scary. And we can circle the wagons when other people come around with the whole, like, oh, look at you, man. Unsensible hope people. <laughs> Mad, isn't it, man? It's just like, oh, God. Yeah, I mean, the system's so fucked that millions of people are living in poverty, scared to put the heat on, but it's unsensible to try and, like, excuse me, can we actually, like, address this? That's unsensible. Like, Labour won't get elected if we start. Like, I that worked as well. That that kind of approach with the whole sort of Corbyn, like, not losing the lip, the, the lip, the whip thing. Bit of a mad one, isn't it? So let's keep going. MS says, as a big old nerd, I'm going to answer you with a Tolkien quote. It is the everyday deeds of ordinary folk that keep the darkness at bay. Small acts of kindness and love. I hope, I find hope from you all. That is beautiful, and thank you for sharing that with me, man. Like, really, really thank you. Um, Right, what else we got? Paul Smith, nice to see you here, mate. There's no difference between the Tories and Labourers. There are now both authoritarian parties. In other words, two cheeks of the same art. Absolutely spot on, mate. That's exactly what they are, the establishment team B. Um, they just put, like, the kind of, like, off-cut Tories in there just to for moments like this where it's you know you put the pretense of a don't even know if it's a pretense of an opposition I mean it's mad like people are wanting to still vote for that I mean you see people like on the delusion thing every bloody day don't you it's really weird isn't it um Carlos is saying when you noted they have been leaned on that is almost certainly the situation 
It's between them, their careers, and their consciences as to the actions next. The treatment of Corbyn shines a true light on the party, the political representatives, the members, and of course on Corbyn himself. How will those complicit in their silence feel about their behaviour and actions in 30 years' time, looking at themselves in the mirror? That's a beautiful um, descriptor. And in terms of how will they feel, some of them won't care because they literally think that they're right. Because some people, like I've learned over like the course of my life, um, they do not care for anybody other than themselves. And like I think we make a mistake as people who are too nice by um, assessing people by our norms and values. But, uh, some people do not share our norms and values, but they'll cosplay like they do. And that's a fatal mistake that we've made. Um, and that and all of this is a real opportunity for the left. We we need to demelt ourselves, like for a fucking start. Right, I'll take a couple more and then I'm gonna get myself um off again. So work life balance is oh sorry, this is from Ian and Port Led on YouTube. Work life balance is crucial. We spent decades improving the life of workers, it's all getting shafted now though. We have made and we've got to fight it again. And I was such a massive bag of hope saying the CWU members and um, the posties vote resoundingly for another strike. I mean, come on the posties, man. Beautiful, eh? Absolutely class. Right. I will see what the crack is. I think I best get off. It's 41 minutes already. And do you know what it is? I could sit and talk to you for a lot longer, but and maybe in the future we will do like a longer one. I'm trying to work out all this like live streaming stuff is like some people live stream for like hours, and I feel like I could do it now. But like, um, I think I should like obviously watch my health as well. But also I just don't know how it would work. Like, how does that work, and why does that like build the audience and all that? Just don't know, don't know at all. But anyway, Shelly Kelly has finally made it live again. You got there in the end, pal. Catch you on the playback. <laughs> anyway, thanks for being here, everybody. Um, please do comment, rate, and subscribe on Spotify, YouTube, Apple Podcasts. And tell a friend to tell a friend. I mean, we have no marketing budget whatsoever for this. Um, it would be really helpful. Also, um, if you want to make a contribution to our work, patreon.com forward slash cowdaily, patreon.com forward slash cow daily to make a regular contribution to work if you want to make a one-off contribution links in the description below for the paypal thanks for everybody who's done that thanks for popping up in the live chat so i could thank you directly love you man right next we move forwards with hope as our guide but also holding account all the bastards read then I'm going off to see how my blood clot dog is doing and um, probably walk the big in for the crack. I'll leave you with this beautiful thing here as we leave. This is uh, my three-legged boy running for the first time if you just join me now. How lovely. Here he is, audio people. What a belt. I see the smile on his face there. Can't wait to see him do that definitely going to cry when it happens with tears of joy love them love everything about them 